When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Bald Move podcast. Today is concluding our four-part sequence on Netflix's 1899, the new brain-bending puzzle box show by the Bo Odar Freja Axis out of Germany. Uh, Shouldn't use those terms together. Uh, they're, (laughs) They're perfectly nice German people. Uh, did, uh, did, I don't know. Got they're to the fucking end. with me, man. They're fucking. They are, I'm not sure. They're so nice. I'm not sure. People playing these kind of mind games can they really be all nice? I don't know. They mm-hmm. seem really lovely. Uh, did you watch the making of? No. There's a making of. There's a lengthy making of. I didn't actually finish it before it's time for the podcast, but it started playing when I was finishing up my notes on the last episode. And yeah, man, it was. They really show you like what how they did all the the uh, what is it the volume. The volume's mm-hmm. really cool. That seems their, like such their a cool, volume. I assume their volume uh, seems like such a cool toy to play with. But that's neither here than there. What'd you think of uh, <laughs> how we ended the series? Uh, it was nothing like I expected, which is to say, it's exactly what I expected of this show. That um, there's a line somewhere in these episodes that says this is so much bigger than you think, and that's kind of their mo uh, with Dark and now with this show. Yeah, it's it's way bigger than I expected, and I'm kind of loving it. I, I think I'm all thing. in. I, I kept on thinking, like, man, this structure just isn't suited to blowing the lid wide open. You know, this 1899 concept and the simulation mm-hmm. thing is like when you have time travel where you can just keep on adding loops and keep on adding stable wormholes and all that kind of stuff. But boy, did they prove me wrong. Uh, yeah, and then they start talking about, like, questions about well if god created our universe who created god right and then you're like oh okay this is totally recursive that's and it's so are we actually in the real world at the end that's the thing it's like i want to say yes but it's impossible to say with any Uh kind of certainty in fact there's so much i mean that's that's the great thing is like we got a lot of answers to questions we've been asking all season you know what is the nature of daniel and her relationship who is the boy uh why is this happening um you know what is actually going on are we innocent we got so many answers but you could even guess the questions at the beginning of episode eight that you'd have at the end of it um Uh i mean taking that thing intergalactic was just (laughs) too fucking cool too oh yeah no it's it's like I said, it's exactly what I expected. Dark did this every season. It would just right. answer most of your questions and blow the doors off of it with some yeah. totally new scenario that you never considered. And they've done it again. Yeah. I'm super excited for season two. When I saw the cap, everybody in their like little capsule, I'm like, oh, my God, they're in the pyramid. I was right. And then they kind of zoomed out and I'm like, oh, we're on some kind of orbital facility. Oh, it's on a huge orbit. Oh, it's a starship. And it's called the Prometheus. What? You know, uh-huh. Prometheus oh. project. Yeah. yeah, we got. We, we'll have to. We'll have to break down. Uh, who's who's telling the truth? Who's because there's like three versions of the truth being purported. Mm-hmm. There's the there is the Daniel version. There is the Henry version, and then there is Mara, which is. But what's I guess actually that's the audience's surrogate, you know, like what what are actually yeah, she's what's going on the least informed of the three for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I just I really don't know how they got the how it's going to shake out. Mm hmm. Big year for Ma- Maester Ky- Kyburn. He is just crushing oh, it yeah. at the two, on the two genre shows he's doing. He's so good as Henry. Um, I guess we should get in. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan. I'm def. It's easily earned my loyalty for another season. Mm-hmm. Uh, show is gorgeous. It's super well acted. Uh, do you think we were just wrong on the language thing? Because the language thing suddenly became a much bigger deal this episode where you had. Did you, do you think we just lost track of who knew what languages? Because there no. were several plot points where people 
couldn't understand what other be- other people were saying and asking for translations. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, I wonder if you could go back if that's if that if that's a clue, like if there's an inconsistency there, or just we just lost track of who was polylingual. Yeah, so so I think we talked about this briefly last podcast where we said essentially of like all these little details that don't quite add up are always there intentionally in this yes. in these creator shows. Right. Um, and so I think I would say it was a matter of convenience for any other show like, oh, you know, they just want them to understand when they need them to understand. And they when they want the plot to hinge on, hey, somebody doesn't understand, they just go for that. Um, mm-hmm. That's way too sloppy for this show. I think what we're going to eventually realize is that all these people speak the same language. It's just the simulation made them speak other languages for some reason. And so they can if the simulation allows them, they can understand each other hmm. inside of it. I don't know if that's true necessarily, but it feels like that's where it could go. I do want to watch it a second time just to confirm. Because like the thing is, is I'm not even con- sure that there is an inconsistency there. It could be that if you closely track who knows what language that there are people that we were wondering about actually had a common tongue. There's uh, only really French and Chinese um, that, that have overlaps, right? Like some a, a couple of people who speak like uh, different languages also speak French and a couple who speak different languages also speak Chinese. So like there's definitely people that speak English, too. Oh, no, no, for sure. I mean, Mara obviously speaks English, but I'm talking about like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the no, I'm talking about like they're minor in English. Clem like is French English. She can understand both. Yes, yes. But Jerome is French only. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And yeah, then Mrs. Mrs. Die, Mrs. Wilson to... is like French, Chinese, English. Um, yeah, she's really polyglot. I'd have to yeah. I, I feel like I need to get like um, a character chart. And then as I'm watching, just take note of who is speaking and who is understanding what language, because I, I'm just not confident that like that we just weren't missing something. Although, like you said, it could be. And I don't think it's an inconsistency in like, oh, they fucked up. It's definitely mm-hmm. if it's an inconsistency. It means something. Something to notice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, one possible criticism that I think you could fairly level at this show is that it's pretty derivative. Uh, this is a pretty, it's an interesting st- way to tell the story, but this is a lot of matrix one Oh one, a lot of inception one Oh one. These are I mean, it goes back to Plato's cave, right? It's it goes, I mean, yeah, they name check Plato's cave, <laughs> yeah. which is like, and that's where it's like, I feel like you and I have had some of these conversations philosophically. And I think totally. you observed early on. It's like, these just never go anywhere. Cause like, our rational world only works if you take a few completely unsupported suppositions. Like I am a conscious being. I am perceiving input uh, that other people can perceive. And we have a commonality of experience. Like if you don't buy that, like that your senses are real Mm -hmm. and they're telling you something and they also telling the other people by and large, the same thing you are, you, you, you intellectually, you're, you're unmoored, you're, you're rudderless. You're, the Kerberos in the storm because yeah, you can't, you can't know anything with a capital at K. It doesn't seem in this. World. Sure. Sure. I, it, yeah. It almost makes me wonder, man, I don't, I don't know if we need to get to the, the huge themes right off the bat, but I feel like that's the most pertinent topic and I really want to talk yeah. about it. So like it, it feels like to me, maybe this is part of a quest This Prometheus project is part of trying to figure that out. Like, like I could see a, a journey to like the center of the universe or something, right? To try and figure out, okay, where does this recursive loop of, of hey, are we in a simulation? What created God lead back to? Um, and maybe they have some, they think they have some way of like determining that if they can get to a certain point in our universe. Because there's, there's a theory that like, oh, with the, the expansionist, I, I, I forget like, there's, a, there's an expansion and a uh, like, crash back down to the big bang idea right i i don't think it's literally right. true because i think our our universe has like hit escape velocity or whatever it's never gonna yeah it's what it seems gonna return like it's to an open universe versus a singularity universe. yeah right um so so in that that closed universe theory you could say okay well that's essentially just a large loop right mm-hmm. uh it's it's the ship it's the prometheus and so maybe they're on a quest to go to the center of the universe and try and figure out what makes the universe tick like are are mm. is this universe a simulated reality or not 
God, how would you? Because like one of the things, because uh, I've dabbled in simulation theory, there's a lot of people, very smart people that are convinced we're in a simulation right now for <laughs> what I think are ridiculous sure. reasons. But one of the things I think is correct, which is if you ever find yourself in a society where you can't optionally simulate reality down to a level where a person cannot distinguish it, uh, the odds that you are living in a prime reality drop to almost nothing. Yeah. Because and, there's infinite and, simulations and there's only one real world. And the odds that you're in the real world is almost nothing. Right. And you have to assume that any sufficiently advanced society could do that and that you right. could potentially because because like the people in 1899 couldn't conceive of that. Right. Right. Like, and that's what it, we yeah, would have the computer yeah. technology to simulate our environment completely. And we still kind of can't, but we're getting closer with VR stuff. Uh, right. We can at least imagine, oh, yeah, there's a there's a future where that could happen. So it's almost certain to have happened, right? That's like the logic loop that people who believe that we're in an alternate reality or a simulated reality, like grasp onto. Mm -hmm. And I, I I don't think it's un it's necessarily untrue. I think it's just like, okay, what's the point? Like, how are you going to detect that you're in one and how are you going to break free of that? If you are, that's the thing. Like knowing you're in a simulation only matters if you can get out of it. If you can't right. get out of it, like because uh, they they mentioned uh, Henry says that there's seekers and there's avoiders. Put me down as an avoider, because <laughs> if I find out I'm in a simulation, I've got no way to get out. Like I yeah, I'm I'm rolling like Cyrus. Ignorance is bliss, man. Just give me my juicy shit. Sure. <laughs> but then, but then uh, if Daniel runs up and says, "We I can wake you up, right? Wake up, wake up." I'm like, "Fuck you! I'm throwing you all off right. The ship. I'm a seeker now. Let's do this. Oh, you're going down <laughs> that, with the ship. Okay." I mean, that's just like, um, and uh, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I, I guess that's, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know if someone just, I mean, that's the thing is like, what if someone just randomly ran up off the street and said, Hey, you're in a simulation, follow me and to get out. I'm thinking he's going to lead me to a murder wagon or something. I'm not going to go. Totally. That's, that's one of the interesting things I thought, like there's some criticisms about like all this could have been avoided if Daniel and Elliot, is it Elliot mm-hmm. had just come and told her the truth off the bat. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? If these guys run up to her day one on 1899 and say, I am your husband that you can't remember. And I am your son that you can't remember (laughs) Uh that you might have started simulating because you're afraid of me dying. And we're all, by the way, a thing that's called a simulation. And all this is like she would have just assumed they're crazy people and had them arrested. Uh huh. Like you have to. That is kind of the paradox. Like when you're talking about this, this period piece. And it's even interesting because like. When Daniel was explaining her the full truth as he understood it, I kept on thinking, like, how much of this is tracking? Like, would a person from 1899 even know what the fuck a simulation is? And I was gratified when she was trying to relay this information to the rest of the people. She was like, Daniel called this a simulation, uh, a, a, like a, an artificial type of reality. Because, like, yeah, like, uh, if you told someone in 1899, it's like, oh, yeah, I think you're in a simulation. They'd be like, a what now? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> is that... Yeah, well, what is that? Um, no, no, they'd have is to come a, with evidence. Is that, another, right? like, is that a brilliant part of the trap is that you trap people in a simulation of like this archaic period where you would have to build so many chains of thought to even get them to where they could acknowledge the nature of reality that it makes it that it makes it exceedingly difficult. Yeah. So that's one of the questions I had as I'm watching it. OK, how do, if they are in a simulation, why 1899? Why on a ship? Why on this particular voyage? And I think what it comes down to is this the Statue of Liberty. Honestly, it represents freedom, oh, right? What? Oh, it represents okay. getting out of the the reality, the false reality that you're trapped in, getting into the true reality. And that's the voyage. That that is what Prometheus is mm. doing. Right. Which is kind of, which is kind of why I come back to like, oh, they're going to some point in the universe to try and figure out whether they're in the true reality or a false one. What is going to the center of the universe do to prove trying try to observe so you, like the singularity this, in some way? Like there's something in cosmology that I've become aware of recently where scientists think that we are at the center of the observable universe. I've heard that sounds yeah. impressive, except for in an inflationary universe, any point like if you if you pick the point yeah. at any uh, at any sufficiently advanced point of time. It would always look like you're in the center of the universe because everything that's beyond, like if you were in one ass in the universe, the universe is ex, uh, expanding from each other so fast that you couldn't see that you're uh-huh. on the far side or the near side. So it's all it's not like, oh, we're at the center of the universe and that's significant. It's like we're at the center of the observable universe because that's all we can see. 
because of the nature of speed of light and the fact that the universe is receding from us faster than the speed of light. I mean, there's some grim shit like, uh, you know, we won't be around to see it, but in like oh, 100 course, trillion yeah. years, the Milky Way, you like the 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 the, the Milky Way, you, you wouldn't there wouldn't be even the galaxies. You, yeah. you you'd think that the Milky Way was the universe, uh, uh-huh. which is also and, kind and of you like play that out long enough. It's it's probably our solar system would feel that way, too. Right. I mean, like, I mean, what does our solar system look like in 100 trillion years? I, that's what I think. It's like it's, it's right. so interesting that like we live in a, a real universe that you can make scientific claims about. But beings that exist 10 trillion years from now will come to completely different rational conclusions based on the information they have, which is actually false. Yeah, yeah could uh, be. So I'm saying it's like, you get to the middle of the universe. That. It's like, what are you going to you going to meet God from Star Trek five and find out he wants to jack your starship? Like, what's going to happen, Jim? Well, this is the thing, right? I don't think the show's going to end at season two and they're going to have to have some big mind blowing reveal for the end of season two. Yeah, I mean, that that could be it, right? That like all the information we've been operating on is false um, and somehow it's even bigger. I don't know. Multiverse. Who knows? We'll be right back with more Bald Move after this brief pause. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now back with more bald moves. Do you think, okay, so let me ask, let me ask you a series of questions. True or false. You think they're true or false. Uh, Are, is the show, is Mara actually in October 19th, 2099? As far as any of the characters know, yes, I think so. Okay. Or, or let's say there might be one character, and it might be her brother, who actually believes that they're not. Because mm. whoever launched this mission, I think, believes they're not actually in 2099. They're in a simulation. What's her brother's name again? Uh, Cillian? Cillian, that's right, like Cillian Murphy. Or no, Kiaran. Kiaran, like Kiaran Hines? Ciaran, I sure. Ciaran, Ciaran. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Who is in charge? Who who started the simulation? Mara, he, Henry, or Ciaran? Mara did. Yeah, the way that like Henry's calling her a seeker, and he's trapped in this place. And I, I, I don't know. Um, she also, he also described his brother as a classic avoider. Yeah, but then Daniel says, "Well, your brother's in charge of the mission now." Is is Daniel trying to, or sorry, not Daniel? Is uh, Ciaran, Kiaran, whatever, trying to uh-huh. sabotage the mission? Well, so that's my next question. Is so you think that Mara might have created it? Who is currently in charge of the simulation? Is her it brother. Mara? Is it her brother, or is it Henry? So you're just taking, you're you're going chalk. You're going whatever the show is telling you. I mean, at some point you have to grab onto something, right? <laughs> I mean, it's it's Scooby Doo. That's who's well, in like, charge I just of the don't mission. know why. Like, it's, like I, we've been we've been taught to distrust her father this entire season. Jose can say one episode, one episode where he, he shoots the kid up with the medicine and shows him the truth that he controls it. Right. And now we're all thinking that this is correct. No, no. I, I mean, I think by the end, they've just. Whatever Henry thinks he knows is. A, just a small portion, if not entirely wrong. Does he get reset on each simulation or is he like trapped in the simulation, but he's outside of its cycle somehow? I assume he gets reset. There's a lot. OK, there's a lot he, of questions he speaks of it like he's part of it. OK, before I okay, let me stay on the true and false thing. Do you <laughs> think that Elliot is dead? Um, 
That's a good question. I, I, it's it's kind of means something that he accesses his memories by crawling through a grave and consistently mm-hmm. almost all of the antagonists uh, and I'm going to throw Daniel as an antagonist um, almost all the antagonists on the show are universal in saying that this is something that was caused by some trauma that Mara experienced that she couldn't face yeah um and if the vision that we get of her injecting you know elliot are real then it is something that she thinks she's doing to save his life or to preserve some version of him well i i just want to throw this out there uh to complicate the issue her mother we don't know much Mm. about her mother we get some information that like she and who knows how much of this is true how much is bullshit but uh, her mother apparently lost her mind after having a couple of kids. Um, it, how does that tie into any of this? Why give us that information unless it's important? And they give it to us like mid-season and they just kind of ignore it for the rest of the time, which to me says it's something important and big. What does it mean to be shut down in the simulation? Because this is the weirdest fucking shutdown I've ever seen. The shutdown yeah, is... Yeah, they don't wake up. A storm comes, ship. a mail storm forms in the middle of the ocean, the ship is sucked down to the other oh, side of the ocean, be. where it's put... That's, that's what they call the shutdown. And as it's happening, yeah. he, you know, Henry's sit there and toning, ah, oh, these dumb fucks, they're doing what they always do, they always end up dying, and they all... But then they went through that, and they survived is that because of the shit that daniel was doing because like it's weird that like henry is narrating as it happens as if like this is what's always happened and we see that this mm-hmm. boat goes to where all the boats end up going yeah which still doesn't make any fucking sense with in terms of a simulation yeah they call it an archive um i, I guess these are oh, log files so <laughs> that tell you like, how the simulation went for that but, particular it, i would think it'd be static then like people would be frozen like if everyone this, uh-huh. except for mara maybe was frozen but I guess these are still these are real people. These are real people linked into this thing. Yeah, into the VR uh, simulation. So like sure. you can shut the simulator and 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 store it. And as if you haven't removed, yeah, I don't because like the other thing is like the ability to hack this thing from the inside just changes everything. That like each sure. succession version, Daniel is. I thought it's interesting that Henry said he congratulated him for using the Prometheus. Um, to get gain access to the Kerberos. It seems to me like when Elliot and Daniel are talking about this is the furthest they've ever gotten, they're talking about it in a big way. Like, I don't know that they've ever gotten onto the boat. Mm-hmm. It's possible. And I know, he, I mean, his original idea was to hack them to where she would wake up and they would be in the same port city so that he would have more time to prep her uh, and, and, you know, maybe get to the... But, like, I, that doesn't seem like that's what happened. It seems like he fudged a new hacked in solution at the end mm-hmm. so that the simulation the didn't actually start red. over <laughs> yeah yeah uh i don't know but they're they're now in the archive i i i don't know that the ships in the archive don't actually have people on them and there's nothing that says there aren't multiple crews there now they're just sitting there starving or sure well or who knows I, if you starve in a simulation right you know, the other thing I realized is we talked about, because I was looking at my notes from the other episodes. Um, Daniel kills the little girl. And they fade to black, and he hear, we heard all that mechanical slide, like it sounded like knives and stuff, but we now know that he would use the thumb pad to kill her. Right. Or shut her to off. To shut I her guess. off, all those people. Um, yeah. Why did he go around indiscriminately killing people? <laughs> That's a damn good question. Especially when you combine it with... Um, the number of passengers on the Prometheus, like the 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 I don't know, one layer removed Prometheus, the spaceship Prometheus. Yeah, uh, it, it seems like there are a roughly analogous number of people on that ship as there are for uh, the 1899 ship. So, yes, are are those people all the same? Is everyone connected into it? And he's just kind of shutting those people down. That's the implication. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it the cause like it because like. One thing, as I'm thinking back, is the murder stopped when the riot started. 
and the ship because it seemed like that um, Daniel from the start was against turning the ship around and going back to Europe. He wanted us to push ahead. So like he provoked the simulation until yeah. something happened. He because he because he doesn't have any he has limited control of the simulation himself. How did he even get a control panel? Uh, uh I mean he's 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 jacked in right. So yeah, like, it's just so those matrix things it's could like, be yeah, it could be opening loopholes in the code and stuff like that. Could it's, be hacking it's always got to remember, remember that these these aren't necessarily physical structures. Like when someone picks up a phone in yeah. a matrix and dials out, that's not literally. It's like that's a physical representation of something that's happening in code. Yeah. Um, so so I wonder if he's to, just like paring down the resources that uh, whoever's in charge of the simulation. I think Mara's brother at this point has to fight against him by like shutting down all these people and having them all jump off the the ship and remove them from the simulation, he's making sure that his goals can't be thwarted as easily. That's my guess. But why does he kill Ada? What, what was Ada doing when he killed her, or when he shut her down? Uh, just on deck, wandering around. Had she, she discovered she something? The beetle. She followed the beetle, she followed right? The beetle? To let him right. Right. So he, and he okay. targeted her for some reason. And so, it seemed so like did, he was... Oh, yeah. maybe he didn't want whoever's running the simulation to know he was there messing with things. Um, and oh, so, so the anybody beetle, that saw she him, just happened to see the beetle and followed it and he just wasn't ready to be seen. But then why does yeah. he start killing? Like he kills a, dozens of people. <laughs> they all saw the, him. The riot starts. <laughs> they got to go. I don't know. I feel, I feel like he was trying to start the riot. Um, Possibly. What is the significance of. When Ike meets his wife when Daniel banished him to his memory on the Prometheus version of the ship. Why is his wife just a giant glitchy mess? I don't know. Is there something going on with the simulation? Is it is it breaking down because of the things it's, that Daniel's doing? It's not designed to have this many people in this many spaces or it's not designed to Possibly. have like someone that doesn't belong there. Mm-hmm. It's like it's, it's almost like a Rick and Morty simulation where it's like you only simulate it to the the level of realism you need it to. And when it gets out of that thing, it just starts. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, uh, they really threw me for a loop last episode or, or I guess episode six, because I was kind of on the train where like this can't be a simulation because of the ship graveyard. I, same. And same. then they're just like, nope, it's a simulation. They just archive all these ships for some reason. Uh, yeah. So I don't know where they're going with that. Um, the, the crystalline coal stuff, is that? So, so Henry describes it as like a virus um, that's infecting all the areas of the simulation, right? He's op- Daniel's opening doors so that the virus can get through to other parts of the simulation. Daniel's calling that, yeah. And Causing you have it. to remember this is all code, right? So he's just like allowing the virus and the code to overwhelm other parts of the code. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know where they're going with that. I don't know if this mission is going to potentially fail in season two uh because of the the hacks that daniel's done on it mm-hmm. but why does we'll the see. virus look exactly like the pyramid structure like it looks like the virus is made out of pyramid pyramid is it because it's like those are intentionally like hacked in things like it's there's some you know like uh the virus and well, the i mean the pyramid inside the same stuff I mean, the pyramid is inside the simulation, right? Like, none of that is real. Henry's in the simulation. Yeah, yeah, the small one and the large one. Yeah, I guess. It's, yeah. But well, there what might I mean be... By it's not real. What I mean is, like, it's like it's a it's a representation of some abstract thing in code. Just like the little thumb slider things don't logically make sense as a device. Mm-hmm. They're just exposing. That's just giving the idea of how a conscious being can navigate this code, I yeah. guess. That, that's God, a seemingly magical stuff that... that happens to be more grounded uh yeah. in this show that like i was talking about last time uh but, but there it, any- I, I mean if if so so none none of the pyramid stuff is real right um at least that's how i take it but there's some stuff with with daniel By real do you mean physical structure because if uh-huh. so then yes i agree with you i don't think yeah it's all in a simulation but, but there are memories for each character right traumatic mm-hmm. memories for each character uh and now that I know we're in a simulation on a spaceship, running on a spaceship, how 
do those line up with what we've seen? Like, are are these actual memories of actual people? They can't be. And or are we these also know constructs of a simulation? We've been told that people can fabricate false memories and implant them. There has to be. There's no fucking way these people are 100 years old. 100 plus years old. Is it possible that Daniel's memory is real? Because he's kind of an outside so, observer and they're in the pyramid when like in his traumatic memory, they're in a pyramid. That's where I'm wondering, because like I noticed that, especially when they have the family photos, that Elliot looks the same. He's always wearing uh-huh. this little turn of the century page boy outfit, you know? Right. It's uh, weird. And and the northern father is like sometimes Mara and Hin- and, and Daniel are in their, their little futuristic jumpsuits. So it's like, why are they dressing him up so archaically? But also this all. So I, I think that like Mara's memory is real because it's her being strapped down and injected and being put into like and, and there's nothing that says like old timey about that particular part. I, I guess the orderlies are dressed kind of old fashioned. Maybe yeah, you want to give maybe. that. Um, and I think Daniel and Elliot's memories are all accurate, but I don't know what to make of the ca- like the captain thinking he lived in some Victoria era house that burnt down. I don't know what to think of. You know, uh, Tove's, uh, Tove's, uh, yeah, Tove's living on this, yeah, you know, date 19th century Danish farm, the foreign legion stuff that we Uh saw. Um, I did, I can't, uh, who who are those? The the Lucy and Jerome, and yeah, I don't know how to square all that because, like, and and again, in a a universe or in a a series where they say they can fabricate false memories, that's what's like, Mm -hmm. it's so crazy when grandpa's like, I'm gonna show you the truth, here's the truth, it's a syringe. What the hell. You know, yeah, but the kid believes <laughs> it. I with psychedelics to learn the truth, mm. right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've played that game. It doesn't. It's <laughs> it's a mixed bag. Let me tell you. Um, uh-huh. That was one of the frustrating things. Is like I felt like a lot of the tension in the second half of the seventh episode really bled away because like I'm. It's like watching people rearrange the deck chairs on the Titanic. Absolutely, and I kind of like, felt that that way about like the big emotional death scenes of all these characters as yeah. they drown. I'm like, eh. I know they're going to be back in another simulation, so yeah, or another iteration um, of whatever this is. It's almost like they're. I, I, I imagine we're supposed to see that and not absorb it as like it's a physical blow or like you know it's like oh wow it's a real loss. It's more of like pay attention to this so then when we do this next time you can see the differences because like yeah, he yeah. says uh, Henry says that these people die because they can't get rid of their emotions at what makes them weak. Um, I guess at one point in my life, I believed in that, that like we'd all be better off if we were strictly rational. But I don't know that I do anymore. I, I do think that and for better or worse, I think it's impossible. It's an impossible standard for humans to meet as like we have to have our logic and emotions in some kind of balance or else exactly. things get real. It's a- you know, like the, the emotion keeps us from becoming pragmatic total assholes like Mm -hmm. uh you know you go into the hospital for a cold and the doctor's like actually i can save 16 patients if i just but just take your organs and that's (laughs) going to be better than curing your cold right like yeah Uh i guess in a strictly utilitarian sense my sacrifice would but i don't like so you you, you've got to have them bound by some kind of emotions um i don't i wonder what the the, like uh, how does that feed into the themes of this show because uh, I imagine as artists, they must think that emotion is something that we can't just discard either. I would think so. Um, yeah, it's almost as if you should do everything in moderation and feel everything yeah. in moderation, right? Like, but is it the something opposite we to... of crazy is still crazy sort of thing. Right. Or is it like the But it's something we have to protect in this era of like science and rationality? Because I, I thought it's interesting that like throughout the fi- final two episodes, Daniel is always kind of like pleading with mara to remember that i the, the mm-hmm. just whatever you don't forget that i love you don't do this well we know she forgets so it's like that implies that like if you go if emotion goes against logic and science and science and logic are always going to trump it it's a more powerful thing that's why it's so so you you know you got to protect something like that possibly it's like an endangered species you know it's like you know species that are robust don't need protection it's the ones that are vulnerable to environmental conditions that you do um, but they show the flip side of emotion and you know the the uh desperation of tove's mother um i don't know the what illusion uh, yeah the, I, uh, I don't know what triggered that but she is all in all the way down on emotion right <laughs> you must have really enjoyed her stuff this episode because oh tove telling her off yeah i, I yeah 
I love that. Well, I mean, Although I'm so angry at her father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For enabling it, you're you're going with this crazy woman. You're choosing this crazy woman over your daughter. That sucks. But all right, you do you. And it's the other thing that Henry said about the the fools on board, as he says. Every one of these people made a decision to forget the past, and now they're stuck. Is this some kind of eternal spot sh- spot uh, hmm. spotlight of the wait eternal sunshine of the spotless mind where like these people all volunteer like I've gone through something that's so yeah. fucking traumatic that I need to forget it and they have volunteered for this thing and so they do have trauma memories just not the ones that the simulation is giving them and they refuse or to get better and let go have, of it or have they been in this simulation uh, for, uh I don't know I don't know. Because there's there's some like level of anachronistic technology too that that they these creators like to play with. Uh, if you look at Dark, I don't think it was. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know because you you end up in the, like a Back to the Future situation where you bring tech back from the future and all that stuff. That so, said that feeds it back into yeah. I, I'm wondering if that isn't it. Like these people had these experiences in 1899. Technology came back for them somehow and they joined this experiment in 1899 and have been in it ever since for like 200 years because because I can't help but look at 1899 and 2099 they're exactly 200 years apart um yeah dark did this too with three different time periods exactly what 30 years 50 years I can't remember I think it was 50 Years apart. Oh, I thought it was 30 because it's like just exactly enough for a generation to pass. So it was literally the same as Back to the Future. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I think you're right. That's they, they had more so than... like that that implies that there's going to be a 1999 timeline where maybe uh-huh. this all this stuff started. And, and those TVs that you're seeing in yeah. uh in in Maester Kyburn's uh yeah. quarters, those <laughs> uh-huh. look like they could be 1999 tech. Like they're older. They look a little older, but like tube TVs were still around in 99. So it's wild because like I I, the thing is, I don't I don't buy it. I think that stuff specifically designed to look like 60s and 70s technology because you got the big magnetic reel to reel tapes and like the blink, you know, that stuff looks like, you know, IBM 1970s more than it does anything 1999. I don't know. I'm keeping my eye on the dates because that it's, it's suspiciously. Uh, 200 years maybe to the day I don't even know uh, Henry also says that, that Mara has fooled us all and she that's the reason she's the only person that can get us out of here what the fuck could that possibly mean like how in, is Henry fooled because it sounds like he knows exactly what's going on and why but how did he get trapped maybe she changed the parameters of the mission afterward or told them they were doing something other than what they were actually doing on this mission the space mission I wonder if it's like are they talking like are these people real people or some of them artificial intel like is, are they talk? is he complaining like uh, an agent smith from the matrix kind of thing like I'm stuck here because I am this overseer of, I'm this program this is overseer of the simulation and I can't leave until these people do and these people are never going to leave because they're too fucked up to get to get Possibly. out of what they they're, they're trying to do I don't know it's so <laughs> uh, it's wild. And how she looks right at the camera when he says that. Like she's aware, hmm. she's dimly aware of them being being watched by the creator. And what is and when the little kid said you can you have to ask the creator, was he deliberately engaging in double speak because it implied she's implied to be the creator. Right. I don't know. And then Henry's like, oh, this is this is not Mara's prison, it's yours when he's talking to Elliot. So I don't know how much he knows. You know, if he's part of the simulation, what's to say he knows everything that's going on on the outside? Yeah. Yeah. Um, why don't... Why are, are Daniel and Sebastian not more openly antagonistic? They have to... Like, they've been doing this for many, many iterations. They Why don't they recognize each other and, like, try to murder each other? It's like they kind of like give each other space yeah. and do their own thing. I don't know. Why do you need a man on the inside of a simulation? Wouldn't be the being outside the simulation be the one with the most power? Yeah, unless there. I mean, the key. Mara holds the key, right? So 
maybe Mara is the only one who can get out of the simulation or shut it down once it's started. And she took that into the simulation with her. So in order to get at that, he has to go inside. Or is he like, is Henry one level outside? There's like nested simulations and he's on a like a, an outer or middle layer where it's like he's still in the simulation and all he can mm-hmm. do is send her back in to hope for a different outcome. Because he has he hasn't had the power to get out. So. Only she does. Um, but why is he saying though? So he's like, why does he's like uh, say, I want to keep you here as long as I possibly can. I don't know. That's the thing that because he like, I want to really escape and then condemn me. you, my daughter, to this hell. Yeah. Why? Punishment and, and for trying for trying connect? to save her son. It, that's yeah, because like, how does it get flipped from him trying to save his wife? And this is what caused all the thing to like now she's trying to save is was this a fundamental misunderstanding of hers? I don't think we have enough information yet. Let me ask you this. When Sebastian turns the captain off. Mm-hmm. She says, bring him back, bring him back. And he says, that's impossible. What the fuck does that mean? How is that impossible? Right, because he's still strapped into the chair, or the the VR. Uh, yeah, all pod. of them are like all of the all the ones that are di- died and committed suicide that we've seen. They are all still in with their helmets on the simulation. I don't know. I mean, I don't think he. I don't think he kills him, like his physical body outside of the simulation. So, did you? It should. Did be you possible. notice? Mara's pupils like after <laughs> the, the key fizzles and well no so okay. after the key fizzles and he changed and, and, and uh, Henry says oh my god Daniel's changed the code they show her waking up and like yeah most people's pupils have been triangle shaped hers were distinctly differently shaped in that final one and I, I thought they might have looked like you know what a Mandelbrot set is uh, I've heard the term like it's this crazy graph that looks like a turtle that is like a, a, a part of um uh, what do they call that? Like a chaos equation where it's like uh, it, it, it causes a recursive pattern. No matter like how, how much you zoom into it, it just continues to re- repeat this, this, this fractal pattern. Mm, looks okay. like, like a turtle. It looked like it was that in her eyes. Um, but I, I hmm. did. I, I don't that would know. Make I tried to freeze frame and look at it. And I'm just like, it's, it's very, it looks like it could be three spheres. It could be the Mandelbrot set. It could be some kind of fucked. I don't know. Maybe a fucked up triangle. Um, yeah, makes a certain amount of sense. But she woke up and she had her wedding ring and the shaft of light on her grave exposed. So like that, this this time the reset, like she gets to retain all of her memories. Yeah, because it didn't reset, right? It it did reset. It just reset in that state. And I don't know what that means because like also the her father says that every eight days this thing resets. I do. I, uh, why eight days? Is that some kind of spiritual significance or? Huh. I don't know. I hadn't thought about it. Here's the other thing. Crestor is in those VR pods. Yeah. Why does he? Why? And, and so is uh, Lingy's mom. Why did they go overboard when none of the others do? Well, so the mom was supposed to go. I, I think that everyone was eventually supposed to go overboard because they all then they would have if they hadn't tied themselves up and done all that. And I that's yeah, I have a big question mark about that. It's like, why did they want to get rid of all of the non-central characters? And what does that even mean to be a non-central character? It seems like everybody has a real life analog on the starship. Sure. Quote unquote, real life. Although the other I mean, thing, they might be the crew. I don't know. The other thing about the starship thing is when she gets out and wakes up and uh, and she's got that sign that says hope your coffee kicks in for reality does uh presumably her brother on a terminal uh, says hello sister welcome to reality do we think he's telling the truth because if he says and then then we are at the base level but he might think that i don't know oh god or, or it, could, it could be a sarcastic taunt right an ironic <laughs> Yeah, well, do you think so? The other question I had is, do you think that he maliciously took over the project or do you think that Mara abandoned the project in favor of spending all our time in the simulation being with her son and he had to take it over? The way Daniel says, like, your brother's in charge uh, running the simulation now, I I think he took it over by force. Yeah, maliciously. But he's an avoider. Did he take it over by force just to 
keep the project to, from to going to fruition. I, that, that's my guess. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to be on this. And and his father might have dragged him onto this mission or Mara dragged him onto this mission against his will. And then he somehow broke free of it and is now trying to sabotage it and stop it. I don't know. What did it mean at the end when Henry, oh, when Daniel's really fucking with the code and all like uh, the the black crystal stuff went on overdrive and they were all herded into each other's memories? But I thought it was interesting because like there was a one time where Ling and Ramiro were hauling up this thing out of a um, hauling this box out of a well. And we mm-hmm. from Ling's perspective heard May May. Uh huh. Um calling for help and she drops it but then ramiro said like implied that he heard angels in there yeah and then when i forget who it was that got to the ling's memory and opened that it just seemed like it's pandora's box it just opened the infection code to these other nodes was that intentional or i mean that's what henry says right like he's trying to to open all those doors Cl- close off i don't know he closed off the doors in the ship the the fake you know, simulation doors and opens portals to other parts of the simulation. Mm. That's what Henry says. And he's trying to infect the entire simulation with the virus. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it seems like that's like a diversion from, so that he can do the other thing he really wants to do, which is get Mara to wake up. Right. The virus. I mean, I don't think the virus matters long term. Why did the I don't port, know. I wonder why, if we go back to that simulation, if it's if it's infected by the virus still, or if it's yeah. going to be able to be reset there. What if that virus is local to that that one ship copy, or if it's right. happening on all the different ships? Because uh, I also thought it was weird that when we got back to the ship, like all like after the after it went through the wormhole, the tunnel, and came out the other side of the ocean, mm-hmm. uh, all the hatches were gone except for Daniel's. Yeah. Daniel's Why? memory of them like shacking up at the research facility, I guess. Why? Why did his remain? Who I mean, took them away. The an- I guess the answer is that's how he wanted it, right? He wanted her to go through that one and see that particular memory to try and wake her up. And so he closed off the other hatches, but he but he freaks out when he sees the other hatches closed, too. Mm, right he scrabbles right. around on the floor going oh my god no 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 when he yeah. sees mara's hatch is gone yeah i thought it was really funny because i posted on day one i said uh i posted this picture of this rat's nest of cables just going everywhere uh uh-huh. power cables and stuff <laughs> i said this is the plot of season one of uh 1899 as far as i can remember and then like when daniel whipped off that panel and it was just yeah. it looked exactly like the shit that i posted he started crawling through it i'm like <laughs> <laughs> wow, we went meta, and I did. They have no even clue uh-huh. how meta that is. Yeah, it's wild, man. I'm. I don't I, know. I saw. Blown away so I it. did. I had a little bit of time before we recorded the podcast. I did a little bit of diving into the subreddit to see what people's theories were. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff that I, you know, it's still still very learning infancy. But people are on to trying to track this, crack this pine, um, pineapple code, this uh, triangle code. And people are trying to think of was a binary. Yeah. Someone mentioned that it's, it's, it might be a representation of quantum states because, you know, quark, yeah, okay. those, those, yeah. those quarks have like the upspin, downspin. Uh-huh. So but, but there's like, also left and right. I mean, uh, you have, yeah. to, I mean, it could be a qua- what quad quadrinaire. I don't know how you say a like cubit, a four. A cubit? Is, is that, that what they're called? Cubits? Is that it? Yeah. Maybe it's the quantum bit that has the, you know, on off and the superpositional states. Well, I was thinking in like numbering system terms, right? We have, mm. you know, hexadecimal, which is a six ah. uh, character uh-huh. or six digit uh, counting bit, yeah. system. We have, uh, you know, the, the 10 based system that we use. We have the binary. You could have mm. a four digit one. And it seems sure. like all of these room numbers are four digits. The code, what is it? 1423 uh, or, or not a code, but like the number of passengers is 1423. Uh, I well the crew is not the crew is just three numbers five fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does make me wonder if we're not supposed to understand that this is like a four number system of counting, and that would correspond to the four directions of the triangles. Mm. 
Wait, four directions of a triangle? I mean, four directions of a pyramid? Well, I mean, whichever direction the triangle oh, is facing Oh, I see, which, which it's, it's, it's pointing. But I think on the messages, uh, they only ever point up and down. No, no. that's. Uh, really? I don't think that's true. I, th- I saw, man, who was it? Was it Sebastian typing in codes with four different triangular symbols? Left, right, up, huh. down. I'll, okay, yeah. Well, I, I, might, I guess I missed that. Um, it's funny because like I said the, the thing that took the wind out of my sails is a lot of stuff that happened in the last episode seemed like it literally didn't matter uh, by the end but it's a shame because there's some genuine drama I really liked how the ship listing back and forth made the black stuff really menacing I thought for mm-hmm. sure someone's going to get impaled on one of those spikes and we're going <laughs> to see someone have a full full conversion but no we still what do you think is going on Mrs. Wilson I was going to ask you do you think this is actually was... going to kill her in the real world i don't know because like they do imply that this like matrix rules and inception rules like if you die in here or if you get if you wake up and you're not in the prime like that you will be trapped here forever in a real way like you know it's possible but i I don't even i I mean she's she's infected by the virus right her code it, it seems like whatever simulated version of her is running in there is being degraded by the same virus that Daniel's using, I guess, yeah. for his whims. So it would make sense that maybe her mind couldn't come back out of it for some reason. Hmm. But we'll see. There's something significant that I, uh, she kept on finding what I called in my notes her her rookie baseball card. Okay. You know what I'm sure. talking about? There's like this card, this cardboard uh-huh, thing that's just Daniel got her has. face on it and on the back it's got her all of her... No, it doesn't. I don't know what the back is. What is the deal <laughs> with that? ERA... Uh, yeah, her, her batting uh, average. Yeah, how many simulations she's crashed? Uh, how many uh. timelines she's looped? <laughs> uh, the TL, the, the TLLs um, runs batted in. Yeah, what? What do you? Th- what I that came out of left field, and she kept on seeing it as like it's significant, but I had no idea why. And it's also her and wearing period clothes. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it belongs to Daniel, right? Is that is that the implication? Because it's at his hatch in his quarters. Why did he have um, an ancient ass picture of her, right? When he has all those more modern pictures of her. Good mm. question. Mm. I, I think you'll see a pattern. I have more questions than answers in this mm. podcast. We'll be right back with more bald move after this brief pause. And now back with more bald move. Yeah, it is, it is really frustrating to see everyone abandoning their posts at the drop of a hat. Like, it's like when they make it's like it's critical that we keep the ship uh, pointed into the waves. It's critical that the boilers never turn on. And I'm like, when they take off, you know, like Lucen goes down and they take half of their no more than half, uh, three fifths of the workforce. And they devote it to dragging his unconscious ass to the rooms. Like, why not just send one person to get the medicine? Uh, yeah, and then like, and then the, the the burly dude Franz, the guy who's gonna do the most coal shoveling, runs off to close hatches, and I'm like, "What? Well, yeah, why doesn't that's the thing I thought on. was really weird? Why send the pregnant of, woman to go close? Why hatches? send the boiler guy to st- steer the ship? Why no, not he's going to close bulkheads? I'm like, just tell Tom yeah. how to do it. She can run over there and do it just as well, and. She can't shovel coal as well as you. I guarantee that. But the coal shovel, what's he know about being a helmsman? I thought that was right. really wild. And he just like, okay, yeah, like, like you, I mean, I assume oh, you're talking that about Oleg? Sh- yeah, Is Oleg. Okay. Or as I like to call him, Oilig, as uh, <laughs> uh-huh. he comes out of the oil can looking sad. I, that, what, what did you think was up yeah. with that? I just thought it was a fucking cool visual. But what does it mean? Because like they I, he was hiding from something, right? The like virus. A, the, mm. there's been like a scorched earth kind of. That was his memory. Or something. That was there. his real memory of him in that like armored well. Or... I don't know if it's real, but that was his. Well, his that was his. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, traumatic memory like everyone else has. Yeah, but we never got to see that really. No. Uh, does that imply that everyone in the ship has one? Is there literally a hatch under everyone's so. bed that has their their core memory? Why seems like the, it. So core memories, but they're from 1899. So we have good reason to believe they didn't actually exist. And the beetle is the only thing that can let you access it. Apparently, oh well, a slide puzzle can too. Yeah, a slide puzzle can do fucking anything if you plug it into yeah. one of the larger things. And um, 
do you think Mrs. Wilson stopped dissolving as soon as they got back on the ship? Was she only dissolving because she was in uh, an external memory? Because she didn't die. Well, I mean, I don't know what happens well, to everybody at the end when the ship gets like completely derezzed when it uh, returns to source. I, I don't know either, man. I will say the one thing that bothered me in this episode, aside from maybe some language stuff, but the the other thing that bothered me is nobody questions Mrs. Wilson. What's going on with your arm and your face as it, she's slowly rotting away? Yeah, N- nobody like, even asks. Nobody even she, looks at it. She does a good job of hiding it in the beginning, but once it spreads to her neck and face, right. like someone's like, "Dude, why are you turning <laughs> to charcoal?" You know, uh huh. She doesn't mention, "Hey, I touched this stuff. Don't touch it." Nothing. It's just like. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody ignores it. And it really annoyed me. Yeah, just everyone banning their posts uh, when they're fighting these mountain sized waves, which look cool. I, I got to say that, like, um, I'm not sure how you envision a ship traveling through like a maelstrom type of situation, but it probably looks like it was depicted in the show. I thought all those the, the big, scary sea scenes were really well done. Super convincing. Um, uh, let me ask you this. I'm. I'm- Formulating yeah. a theory based on like the analog of the spaceship in the 1899 ship, the, the Prometheus's Promethei. Um, Henry wants to keep Mara in the simulation forever. I'm like, why? Why would he want to do that? For and why does reasons? Why does the simulation look like this ship? Um, and, and I'm wondering if like he doesn't want to stop this mission as well. Like him and his, and his son slash Mara's brother are for some reason trying to stop the seeker because they're both avoiders. And, and, and I don't know. the mission they're on is, is basically exactly the same as the mission that's going on in 1899. Yeah, they did. I thought they told us the story that Henry and Mara are very similar and how they see and look at the world. And it's, he seems like he seems well, like a big seeker to me. Yeah, he has big seeker energy for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but I don't know. Not since Harry Potter have I seen seeker energy this strong. He's the guy who owns the company, right? He, he supposedly owns the company that owns the ship in 1899. Why wouldn't uh-huh. you assume it's the same here? And, and that whatever mission Mara is on, much like the 1899 ship, he wants to stop it. He wants to bring it back, telling them to sink the ship. And Mara has like hijacked this ship, right? Um, and is is using it for her own purposes. And both Henry and his son are trying to stop it. That's that's kind of where I'm landing here, based on everything that he's saying. But he does seem like you're right. Big seeker energy. So why would he do that? Do you notice that the, the black shit at the end was starting to like flow in different ways? Like it used to grow like a crystal and then it started tur- acting like water in James Cameron's The Abyss. It was like turning corners and like oh, seeking, yeah, like, yeah. like little sending like uh-huh. little like flexible probes out instead of being crystalline. Is that yet more code change? I mean, I, yeah, I, I, that's uh. the thing is like this, this visual metaphor, what it's supposed to represent is it's like it's, it could be anything. Speaking of visual metaphor. That uh-huh. whirlpool looks an awful lot like a rotating galaxy, yeah. There's another analog between the two. Like you got the two ships, you got the two whirlpools, which is seemingly the thing that resets it all. I don't know. Yeah, I saw another thing where like there's um there was these like flash frame images that they showed of Mara walking or like in in one of the times where she's getting neck injected and like resetting the loop where she was walking down barefoot in a hallway just like Jerome did and she was carrying the hammer just like Jerome did maybe huh. like, like some people pause these uh, like freeze frame images to, sh- to, sh- to to see what they were there was another picture of like looks like pillars of creation james webb telescope shit like okay kind of teasing yeah. the the galaxy reveal before it even so maybe maybe this is like yeah i mean it i thought the maelstrom looked like more of a uh, like uh, like a tunnel than a uh, a spiral arm like a spiral of galaxy you know, like it, it looked yeah. like a really but it goes up. Tunnel. That's the super interesting thing, right? Like they go into it, but from the perspective of the ship, it looks like you're going up into the heavens as opposed to going down into the abyss. Which I found super huh. interesting. Okay, because you're seeing the sky from the other side. Right. 
Yeah. So I don't know what that means. Like I'm going to, I'm going to do all my reading and research in the next week. I literally just finished watching these episodes an hour ago. Same. So. Yeah. Same. I, I might have 15 minutes on you. Um, yeah, but I'll, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll have it all figured out by next podcast is what I'm saying by the wrap up. We'll, we'll know everything. I'm sure. We'll know everything there is to know, which in this <laughs> ship in, in this show's universe is literally nothing. Uh-huh. I mean, we could all be in we're literally in Plato's cave. I mean, that's I kept on thinking that is like yeah. we as the audience are literally in Plato's cave. We are sitting observing things being projected <laughs> on the wall ahead of us and uh-huh. unsure of what is truth, what is lies, what's reality. Yeah. Uh I I and, and yeah, they're, they're I'm, writing I'm the very scripts curious. just over our shoulder. I'm very yeah, I can hear the thumb the the thumb the <laughs> fidget spinner sliding around. Uh mm-hmm. So are you, is this your your fancy way of saying uh, we're done? We're gonna we're gonna leave it here. Oh, and I mean, if you have other stuff up. to talk about, I don't know do that it, I but... do. I don't know that I do because, like, I, I you know clearly there's a lot of questions and stuff. There was also a lot of things I need to look into. Like, there's this awakening book that looks like it might be a real book, and um, I'm interested in that. There's also have you heard about these accusations of plagiarism? No. So like I said, Brazilian... I, I've been terrified of reading yeah i i I, this is a meta story where there's a brazilian graphic artist a graphic novel artist uh and writer who is accusing bo odar and freja of plagiarizing their idea uh and i've looked into it because again Hmm. i've been i i did like i'm i I don't want any spoilers for the end of the show but i definitely want to check into that next week to see like i I don't know why you write dark and then go fucking rip off some dude's graphic novel. So I imagine it's overblown, but you never know. And and also there's just so much room to have creatively joined ideas. You know, yeah, that like, happened with the Matrix, too, right? They were well, the, like, the Wachowskis were sued over potential plagiarism for that. Yeah, right. Like what you know, like this surreal you, you, you go there. You can draw. I think you can draw a straight line between like the Matrix to um you know, like Inception to Rick and Morty to Dark, like all these things like feed, like they mm-hmm. provide languages that others then take and adapt in their own way. Like, so it's like it wouldn't be surprised me if there is a whole bunch of multiple timey wimey simulate like Westworld, like all these shows, like are they all uh, plagiarizing off each other or is like simulations and time travel and just general sci fi stuff really in the public conscious now? Oh, I mean, I think that's true for sure. Yeah, it's been yeah. getting a lot more so. But I'm I'm going to go contact the estate of Plato and see if we can get a, together a lawsuit. Right. <laughs> I want to say all of this is a ripoff. Of People have been eating out on your cave for a long time. Uh-huh. Plato. I don't know. I don't know if you want to let them get away with it. Uh, it's probably <laughs> public domain if it happened 2000 years ago. Uh, plus, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Does Disney own the rights to that? Because it probably isn't then. Uh, <laughs> Let me ask you this. Is there any possibility that this eventually turns back to a dream kind of thing? And we find out that a simulation is within a dream, which is within a simulation. Because, like, what is a dream if not an alternate reality? <laughs> what is grief but love persisting? I, I, running I, running I, in a human brain, right? It, it is a simulation of sorts. Well, so that's the other thing I was thinking about when you see the end where she's seeing all these different people connected to the simulation. Like, remember that, like that Emily Dickinson poem about the brain and how it can, it's bigger than the ocean. It's bigger than the world. It's bigger than you and me it can contain everything. Uh-huh. It is entirely possible that this is all in Mara's head. Everything, yeah. all the people, all that stuff is all in her head. I don't know to what end. And I also know that like anytime you're flirting with, it's just a dream. You are really treading on thin ice. You are yes. really like, <laughs> But isn't that their thing? Don't they do that? I mean, it, 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 I mean, yeah, if they can come up with a way to make that cool, then uh-huh. then, yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, I guess it remains to be seen. And if anyone can do it, they 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 might be able to. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I got hope like this was getting the number one show on Netflix for like the last four or five days. So apparently it's been a pretty big hit, which is going to oh, speak yeah. well for it being renewed because like, well, it'd be a real try. I'd be bummed out hard if this thing got canceled after its first season. So, yeah, I'm hoping that I'm, we'll hear. I don't know. Maybe it's already been renewed, but I'm hoping that we'll hear uh, for season two. Um, I do want to throw out there that we do have an email address or general pulp uh, email address. Pulp at dot com is open. If you've got your crazy end of season theories that you want to talk about, um, you know, like any cool interviews with the showrunners that you want to highlight. 
because we'll be back next week to do a season wrap up podcast and consider feedback and all that kind of stuff uh, after Thanksgiving. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm kind of out of things to say too. Mm-hmm. pulp at baldmove.com if you want to give us feedback on the state of 1899 or 2099 as maybe <laughs> is each season going to be called like 1999 2099 oh there uh, you go yeah pulp at baldmove.com for that follow us on twitter please twitter.com slash baldmove uh and if you like what we do here and you want more stuff if you want uh um access to our premium features like lunch with jim and aaron and off the clock where we talk about a lot of stuff that's on television that we don't have a full podcast for. Most recently, we did Andor, talked about Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic biopic, and Atlanta. That stuff is all available. If you go to support.baldmove.com and choose to support us with the club, you can get access to ad-free feeds, all those bonus features. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate you having you along. We will have one more podcast out next week on the Pulp Feed. Uh, but until then, I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Jim. See you next week.